You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, what's goody fam? Welcome back to the Human Behavior Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Dewan Mutunga. This is the podcast uh, where we talk to some of the most brilliant minds, get into their mindset, understand who they are, why they why they uh, function the way that they do. Um, get into the psychology um, around what makes a person tick, uh, really to give you the insight so you can become a better uh, person, um, create a better business, and ultimately become a better you. Um, and this episode is no different. You know, I got to get into my bag and hit the roller decks and, and <laughs> holla, at, uh, holla at experts. You know what I mean? But experts who are also good people because, you know what I mean, just can't have anybody... Uh, my expert though, I I I think I think you've you've uh, you've put know. in enough work to create a space for yourself, and now you're creating a a movement yeah. behind what you're doing. So I'm I'm saying you're an expert. I appreciate um, it. I mean, you know, expertise is relative. Bunch of words out there, guru, expert, yeah, all this mass. I don't be weird into that. Yeah, but um. My guy, Miss Smith, was good, bro. Man, chilling, bro. Chilling, 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 man. Appreciate you having me here, man. Um, watch your uh, watch your podcast all the time, bro. Um, actually, just seen the one with your old head last joint. I just watched. Yeah. It. I finished watching it last night, man. Um, so yeah, I'm glad to be. I'm glad that it's a podcast for things outside of just like trying to sell something, trying to like you know what I mean. Yeah. Which why I was like when you when you when you when you, when you reached out to me, bro. I was like yeah, definitely no questions asked. Bro. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I and I reached out, man, because. I think again, there's a there's an environment where there's a lot of uh, players, a lot of posturing and things like that, and there's a lot of yeah. people doing really amazing things in a tuck <laughs> that people don't get exposed to, right? Um, and there's there's chess moves being made, yeah, facts. That people are not paying attention to, facts, facts, facts. And from you know the first time we met. Um, what that was that? That was at the uh, social proof. The, oh, alumni the party. social proof alumni yeah, joint. Yeah, and uh, the energy was was it was good energy, good vibe. I was like, okay, we on the same sort of frequency. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, you, you you invited me into your space with your people, and we just been building ever since. Actually, bro, they've been asking to bring you back too. Um, a lot <laughs> of people, for some reason, man, they really enjoy those type of conversations and knowing 
what's their personality like, what's their personality traits, and who they work best with. Um, I always heard about you know this assessment of this, but I, I didn't never fully understand why that was important to mm-hmm. know. Um, kind of even just me being an entrepreneur, me having to get rid of a lot of people, and that was because I I didn't know I can't work with certain people. Like I can't work with somebody like me at the top of the food chain because yeah, yeah. now we, we we both trying to be bossed up when is when when that's not the reality and also just like being organized like just different things i needed different parts like we just was talking about wifey yeah and wifey being so opposite of of who i am which is why it works this way because right. um i can't marry somebody like me we won't bump heads all the time and i didn't again i ain't never even realized that until you broke it down on the call that time man so i appreciate you Nah, for sure. Yeah, whenever, man, I just, like, you have an amazing community. And, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate just the way you go about doing what you do. You do your thing. You ain't really, like, parading it around. You ain't making a bunch of noise. But you also, in, in your own way, are sharing, like, yo, this is what's possible. Yeah, facts. And for me, you know, if, you, if anybody's followed me for any amount of time... You know, I consider myself a possibilitarian, meaning like possibility is my currency. So I always, you know, live my life or do what I do to show people what's possible. And so when I see somebody else doing that, I'm like, okay, cool. We on the same vibe. And so it's crazy. I just thought about something, man. I always go by this. So when before I'm about to make like a decision on something, um, I always ask myself, um, first, is it possible? First, is it probable? So possibility, probability. So first thing I ask myself is, is it possible? Has it been done before? And if yes, I go to the next step, which is um, probable. Probable meaning um, what is, what's the likely, what's, what's, what is the chances of it actually happening? And if that's too far removed, then I don't do it mm. at all. So first I ask myself, and I tell people that all the time, like when they come to me with different type of deals and when I'm on a um, real estate side, because some, t- some people like to go from zero to 150 with no knowledge. And, and they be like, well, I want to turn this school into an apartment complex. And I be like, <laughs> is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. But where you at right now, what's the probability of that happening? That's not what you need to be focused on. That. Leave that alone right now. So when I, that's how I go about a lot of my decisions, bro, off those two things right there, bro. That's interesting because... You know, I, I be, you know, I'm not as intimately involved, but just from my exposure, like real estate is something that is a science, really. It's, yeah. it's numbers. Yeah. If you can do math, you can pick out a good deal. All numbers. You can identify bro. a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um there's some intangibles around your intuition yeah. and discernment. Yeah. So that works there. It do. But then in life and more personally, right? Is is it is it probable is a matter of what you say. Yeah. Right? Because we can So like what's the are the chances of it actually happening. So let's use like uh we can talk about getting married, for instance, right? Ooh. Is it possible we can get married that you can get married at a young age instead of third? Yes. But now we look at what's the chances that it's actually gonna be successful, the probability of that. Data says chances are 50% of the time it's probably not going to work out for you. I think that even went up. So now when you think of it like that, 
Um, you probably like, no, nah, I'm good. I ain't getting married. That's why this culture we live in now, most people ain't, they, uh, more and more people ain't for marriage, bro. I don't know if you've been paying attention. People is not for marriage. Everybody talking outside. this poly life now. It's nasty outside. It's nasty. It's big nasty, bro. And um, fortunately, you know what I mean? I think probably, I'm not sure about your background, but the reasons a lot of people get married this generation now is because most of our parents either didn't get married or um, they didn't see marriage and they see what it did to the household. And we wanted to do something different. Mm. But it's not like we knew, you know what the hell we doing out here. We don't know what we doing. Nah, we not at all. What the hell we doing, bro? Now I think to, you know that's 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 real. Um, for me, my background was like very dysfunctional. You had your mom and pop. My mom's and my pop. Well, they well, they split. Okay, when I was like three. Right? Okay, yes, yeah, young. Up. But I remember being like eight or nine and writing out a personal mission statement. For real. Yeah, and like really being like I, I probably eight or nine, probably like nine or ten. Definitely by the time yeah. I was double digits, my main focus was to have a family. Like I remember, like my goal, like money, all that stuff, cool. Yeah, I want to have a family. That's priority. Yeah, under one roof, married to one woman, kids with one. Like I ain't want to be all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. and. Honestly, even in me getting my divorce, that was the hardest part for me because I worked my whole life that was something, yeah. towards having it look this way, right? And so it looking away versus it actually working and it being functional and, like you said, yeah. probable. Yeah, make it, it's yeah. like I didn't have the tools or the things to make that increase the likelihood of it being successful, Facts. right? So now... My experience going through that and, you know, like assessing it. Now this time I feel much yeah, more. Yeah, the probability higher now. Super high. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. got experience. Absolutely. I, and it's not based on what society is saying or what your old head is saying or what your, your own experience now. Now mm-hmm. I know what worked for me, what don't work for me. I know this or that. I know like my ratios. Mm-hmm. And that's that level of self-awareness is important because... You, you have to know who you are, but you also got to know who you're not. This is facts. And if that's not clear, then you can't really get with somebody because you, you're you choosing the other thing. I'm just saying a person, but yeah. you're choosing that thing or that opportunity from a from an uninformed place. And so now all of the variables are there waiting and you blind to it. That's that's facts, bro. Um. Even to bring it back to on to the to the to the business tip real estate um, side. So this year, um, so I got a bunch of single family properties. That's all I know, right? And this year, um, I decided to buy a six unit building. Right, needs three hundred thousand dollars worth of work. Like, I never do nothing to that magnitude, mm-hmm. right? And before I I did, I did the same assessment on myself, right? Before I bought it, I was like, is it possible? Absolutely, right? Six unit people do that all the time. Uh, probable. Right. For me, yes, I got all this experience doing single families. I got to step it up at some point. Mm-hmm. And I have the resources. I have connections to actually follow through with the with the process of rehabbing this property. So I moved forward with it. Don't get me wrong. It's a headache, bro. It's a headache um, because now it's considered, you know, commercial, which I'm not experienced that. I'm only experienced that residential. Six units because it's over four? Yep, four. Yeah, anything over four considered commercial. So 
the whole process is completely different. Is it mixed use or it's all? No, all apartments. Gotcha. All apartments. And um, I think if we want to ever get to the next level, um, we got to do things that's that has that has probability, but not too far removed. Like, I think this was perfect for me for to go to the next level. Now, if I would have said, all right, I'm going to go buy a 40-unit building, nah, probability, I ain't there yet. And I think people try to skip steps, mm. rather that's business, rather that's, uh, you know, relationships, whatever the case may be. Um, challenge yourself to go to the next level, but at the same time, don't go too crazy. And I know there's a lot of, you know, just a lot of stuff I hear people saying, yo, go big, go, go, why not, why not, why not reach for the stars? It's like, bro, like, let's get to the sky first. Let's get to the sky first, bro. Otherwise, man. I like that. I never people, heard that before. People That's going cool. definitely fall on their face. Because it's been it's been a real year, bro. This has been a real year for everything. Family, finances. Um, and I think not even just for me, man. I talked to a lot of high-level entrepreneurs and married married men. Um, it's been a difficult year, bro. For mm-hmm. for a lot of people, bro. Um, that money, I don't know. I don't that money done. That money, that money, they got tightened up. I'm not sure uh, if that's what it is. And probably is when Trump was here giving out free money. No, nah, it is. I think people Everybody got, was happy. Yeah, people don't realize. And it, it, it you, you have to adjust for the season. And, yeah. and what, what got you here ain't going to help you over there in that season. So you always have to be able to pivot and adjust. This is facts. I feel like if you can make it this year... um. You can make it any year, bro. Um, so when I got, I graduated college in 2009, right? And the big crash, right? The recession, I wasn't in the game. What was that, 2008? 2008, 2007, 2008. So I ain't fully, you know, experienced that. I'm still a, basically a kid. So I think from the pandemic to now, this is like the real, like, world tragedy that I ever seen. First was the pandemic, was which was a, a world tragedy, but at the same time was a lot of opportunity for a lot of people. Yep. And then now I never seen no interest rates at eight percent. We're talking about real estate mortgages, and I'm seeing the effects of it. I never ever witnessed this before. Um, just like properties I got right now that's listed for sale, sitting. Mind you, I still gotta make payments on these every month. Yeah. Right, renovated. They sitting on the market. So now you got you know mortgages that's due, but nobody buying because eight percent um interest. And now that should start affecting other things. So yeah. it's like. I, you know, going through that season. It's that season right that now. Strategy, it's, yeah. It's that, definitely that I season. I just told you when we was chatting before, I said, nah, I'm buying before these interest rates get cut. I saw the joints get cut to like 7.4%. And I was like, oh. Yeah. But, because the moment these interest rates get cut, them prices is going to jump through the roof. Hey, they, they say, what they said, four price de- uh, interest rate decreases next year in 2024. So what's going to happen so in Q1 my one is, uh, yeah, I got to buy now. What's about to happen is, man, one, if, even if the interest rate go to 6%, man, the floodgates is open. Everybody's sitting on the sideline waiting to buy, which, honestly, the price going to just go back up, going to go back up crazy because people waiting now in bidding wars. No, it, that's what it is. It's supply and demand. It's, all it's it is. basic economics. So for me, I like right now, I feel an urgency to buy now before the, the interest rates get cut because you, I know once the interest rates get cut, the demand is going to go. Especially trying to move out here, man. I don't think the prices ain't ain't coming down. Oh. That is one of the benefits. People just not buying. That's one of the benefits of being in New York where anywhere else feels like a discount. Cause yeah, that's a fact. Is, that's a fact. Beastie. But I heard it's getting expensive out here, too. I don't know, but that's it's relative, people. though. 
It's relative. It's Again, the, comparable to New York as a market. And then just the, I guess, the space you get. Because I'll be seeing the, the TikToks oh. on New York apartments. I'll be like, hell no, a million dollars for 900 square feet. It's nasty. I'll be like, ain't no way. I just bro. looked at, I just looked at a two-bedroom condo in Brooklyn. 1.7 million. 1.795. I'm not good. That's why I teach the way I teach, bro. I'm not sure. So just to, just to, just just I guess for you your, some background for, for your audience real quick. Um, I want to get into some strategy when it comes to this this market we in, when it comes to actually buying a piece of property. Not wholesaling, not uh fixing and flipping, but buying a piece of property. So this is the strategy I teach. This is how a lot of people in my community start buying their first investment properties. A lot of people don't have a lot of cash. A lot of people don't have the best credit score. So I teach a strategy called, it's three strategies. One is called subject to. I'm not sure if you heard that. So basically what I do is I go after people in this market who have purchased a property between the years of 2018 in 2022. The reason I go after those people is because during those years, interest rates was three, four percent. They all got three, four percent mortgage rates. I go after those people who are behind on their mortgages. So they about to lose their house to the bank and they got interest rates at three, four percent. I buy the house subject to the existing mortgage, which means that I'm buying the house. The deed gets so it's two things. When you buy a house, you get a deed and you get a mortgage, which is the debt, mm -hmm. right? So the debt stays in their name. The mortgage stays in their name, but the deed get transferred to my name. So we actually executing a sale. I'm actually the the deed says who's the actual owner of the house. The debt stays in their name. I just get their debt back in good standing, and I make the payments accordingly. So if they got a a a, a mortgage with Chase Bank for fifteen hundred a month, all I do if they behind two months, I get they I get they I catch their mortgage back up three thousand dollars, and I'm the one responsible for making that mortgage payment. Mind you. The house is mine. I put a tenant in there. They move out. They can't live in there. They about to lose it. They have no income. They can't afford it. I just save their credit score. So it's not predatory. I save their credit score, right? Because they're going to get foreclosed on if they don't leave and let me do this deal. So they actually appreciate me doing this. I save their credit score for them to buy a house again in the future. And that's how I buy a lot of my investment properties. So the house is mine. The deed, the title is in my name. The debt stays in their name. Because if I go get a new debt, the new debt is going to be 8%. I don't want this new debt. I want 3% debt. It's called subject to. That's one way. Second way, of course, um, seller finance. Everybody kind of know what that is. I target people who got properties paid off free and clear. No mortgages at all. Um, most of those people, be uh, we call them tired landlords. These are old folks with properties. They kind of get out the real estate game. They got a bunch of properties. It's a headache. They, they, they tired of dealing with tenants. Um, but they still love the cash flow aspect. They love getting cash flow, but they don't want to be a landlord. So this strategy, same thing. The deed get transferred to my name. They become the bank now. So I don't go to a traditional bank. They are the bank using a promissory note. So I'm making them payments directly to them. Again, I'm not never, none of these strategies I just went over. I didn't have to get my credit check. I didn't have to submit no W-2s, no pay stubs. And then I also teach uh, lease options. And most people don't know what this is either. Basically, I would target somebody who owned a property, right? Like we had an instance where this lady, she went through a divorce. She owned a house with her husband. They owned a the house together. She wanted to leave the house um, because too many bad memories with the husband. So she wanted to go buy another condo, which means what? Now she got two mortgages, her personal, her new condo, and the one she got with her ex-husband. So what I did was her mortgage was $1,100, and she put it on Zillow for, uh, for sale um, or, or for rent for $1,100. So what I did was I said, um, 
Let's do a 24-month lease option. I'm going to lease it from you for 1100 to cover your mortgage with the option to buy in 24 months. As soon as she did that, I put it on Facebook Marketplace for a rent-to-own for uh, $1,300 a month for $170,000. So, so look, so it's, mm. it's sub-leasing. So yeah, remember, I'm in the lease option with her, $1,100 a month, and then I get the option to buy it in 24 months for $150,000. That's our lease option. That's the agreement I got with this lady. I turn around, listed on Facebook, low payments, no credit checks. They come in, so th- and, and I'm making somebody a homeowner in the future. This is for people who got good jobs, terrible credit, can't get qualified for a mortgage. So they come in, and I rent it to them for $1,300. So I'm making $200 cash flow because I still got to pay her her 11 And then um, at the end of their period, so theirs is an 18-month lease yep. with the option to buy. At the 18 months, they are able. They get the option to buy it for me for one seventy. So I make twenty k on the back end. Cause you're gonna get it from her for one fifty. One fifty lease option. Yeah. And so it gives it's called sandwich time. lease option. And so it gives enough time for you to close the deal with them and then turn around and do the deal with. Yeah. People do it all the time, bro. So these are strategies that, that is we all can do when you know these interest rates like this. So it's just other strategies. I mean. All we know, if you just online, is what fix it, flip, buy a house, use a lender, fix it up, resell it. But in my opinion, that's the worst strategy in real estate, the worst one, the absolute worst, especially if you're brand new. I would never tell somebody to start off doing a fix and flip. Your chances of failure is extremely high, bro. Yo, what's goody, fam? Listen, I know, I know. I'm going to let you get back to the episode, but I wanted to take a minute to let you know about the Human Behavior Mastery course. Yes, we have a course that we put together for coaches, consultants, corporate leaders, and entrepreneurs. I know you're listening to the pod and it's all of this numbers and the, the adaptive and the natural, the D, the I, the attributes. We put together a comprehensive course to walk you through exactly how to understand each one of the personality types, each one of the values, and we're going to show you exactly how to get the most out of each type, what things you need to avoid, what environments to put you in and what pieces to put around you to be successful. So if you're looking at taking your business, your life, or your relationship to the next level, make sure you go check out the Human Behavior Mastery course. Back to the episode. All right, so we're going to do this. Because now I'm a, now I'm being, I'm going to be selfish. Because my, my end game is always, like my end game, everything I do now, my end game is doors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if I was looking to get started, mm-hmm. right, and I, I, I completely understand the contractual agreement. I mean, I, yeah. the fi- I get the financial mm-hmm. aspect. How do you get somebody started with finding the people to contact? And then what does that outreach look like for them to yeah. get the contact? I mean, get, get, get in contact with them and then ultimately get a contract drafted where it's a legal binding agreement and yep. then do all this. Uh, a whole lot of ways, man. Um, of course, you got a bunch of websites and softwares. I know the most popular one most people know is PropStream. I'm not sure if you heard that before, but you could pull a list of people. You could pull a list of people going. You could pull a list of people who are behind on child support, uh, taxes, going through a bankruptcy, foreclosure, all accessible to the public. You just got, of course, you got to go pay for the software. Not expensive, ninety nine dollars a month. You could pull a list. You literally can go on Zillow tonight for free and just type in in the search box, uh, for sale by owner. Just find people who list in their properties themselves, not through a realtor. I like to go directly to owners. I really don't like to deal with realtors, to be honest with you. Um, they just host stuff to up. Decision maker. Yeah, I'm going to the owner, and we just have a simple conversation. Um, the most important aspect of the conversation is 
asking them what their problem is and how can we fix it. Nine times out of 10 is they in this financial situation where they can't afford this house no more. So how do we solve that? Mr. Seller, so uh, you said you said you said you're two months behind. Um, how, how can we help you with this? How can you help? How, what does what's what's the ideal situation for you? Right. And then you try your best to make it happen. Sometimes you don't got to come out your pocket literally with no money. They just want out of the property. They literally give it to you for free. They just it's the, the payments is a burden on them. Sometimes they need moving expenses. Right. Because if they leave in this house, they need somewhere to go. So I might cut a cut a check for a couple thousand moving expenses for them to go move across town, move with a relative. So that forget the contract. I tell people all the time, you brand new. We don't care about con. I don't care about no contracts. Right. The most important part is finding the people who need our help. And then the other stuff is easy. Title for real, for real, a title company or a real estate attorney can handle all that. That's like, you know, in the state of Atlanta, so not to get off topic, but different states has different uh, call for different things when it comes to closing a real estate transaction. The state of Georgia, they got to use real estate attorneys. State of Maryland, we use title companies. They all essentially do the same thing. Um, they the one who really going to, they can draft all your paperwork. And honestly, bro, my last contract I did, I had J chat GPT write it up for me. I literally told it exactly what I wanted to do, spit it out, printed it, be all signed, took the title company. Like literally in like, like, <laughs> like a minute, bro. That's crazy. So, um, the paperwork, I don't know. Some people be so fatuated on in the contracts. Don't worry about the contract. Let's go find a great deal, bro. Let's go find a great deal. And it's the crazy part about this. We taking over somebody uh, house without actually applying for a mortgage, like the lease option example, in that twenty four months, right? We get the, we got the option to buy. We don't have to buy it, right? So let's just say that the market crashed in twenty four months. I'm not exercising my option. Take the the, the owner got to take it back. But <laughs> if it appreciates, all right. Let's say she was selling to me for one fifty. Let's say the market appreciated two fifty in those twenty four months. She have she have to sell it to me if I if I decide to exercise my option. Oh, she has so now to. yes, and we because we locked in at that one fifty, and now we got a hundred k in equity. So now I get the I, I can go I can I can sell it. I mean I could I could buy it myself and then resell it for a quick flip. Um, it's so many I could refinance. I'm, I could do so many different. It gives you so many options than just buying a house. Mm. And locked in with a mortgage. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. that's the strategy I love teaching people. Matter of fact, one of my boys, Brian, he bought his primary residence, a uh, 6,000 square foot house in Houston, using that strategy to subject to, took over somebody's mortgage, swimming pool in the back. His whole family moved out there. So he bought his primary residence that way. His credit score not the best. He got great income. You know, as entrepreneurs, man, it's extremely hard to get qualified for a mortgage, yes. especially when you it fresh is. out. It is. So you got to learn other ways. To, to, to get in these creative problems. financing yeah creative financing bro so many ways and it's more than that bro novations all kinds of stuff bro um it's a, it's a lot of ways bro it's a lot of ways that's a, listen i see why your community loves you oh yeah bro but i always start people at wholesaling to be honest though because i want them to learn because well wholesaling is foundational stuff you know what i mean just learn how to find sellers talk to sellers negotiate and then after you get some experience with that, then I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go get your first investment property now. So I like to take them to that next step. Let's go. If that's what they want to do, they want to go get their first investment property or property for themselves to live in. So it's, it's, a lot, it's a lot of ways. And then markets like Toledo, Ohio, or like those Midwest markets where you still can buy properties, turnkey, like moving ready for 30K. Um, strategies I teach when it comes to that as well. Um, I just, I'm, I'm off of like trying to, Take on more debt. I'm, I'm like, I don't want no more mortgages, bro. Like, next thing you know, you turn fifty, 
you got you trying to get out the game and you got 30 properties and they all got mortgages on them. Like that's a lot, bro. Like it's just a lot to keep up with. And I I'm trying to get rid of my single families, to be honest with you. I've been selling this year, I've been selling my single families. I want to get into commercial and I just want everything paid off, bro. Like that's really interesting because most people nah, don't. associate real estate with debt, right? Mo- it gets you, you in the game. You hear, well, the, the good debt is. I yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and so just to hear that you saying that is very counterintuitive, but it's it's a... Uh, imagine, just imagine, wisdom. just imagine, bro. Um, somebody started real estate at 25 years old. They bought one property a year for 10 years, 10 properties by the time they're 35. And they don't buy no more. And then all they do is just pay off those properties, right? And let's say 2000 a month each for rent. And they all paid off free and clear and you're in your 50s. Bro, you could chill. You you ain't worried about nothing. They paid off free and clear. So that's 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 cash flow that's coming in. Don't get me wrong. That stuff might happen to the property. You still got real estate taxes. But, bro, that's a peace of mind, bro. That's a peace of mind where you ain't you ain't got to worry about nothing. Like, that's what type of time I'm on right now. And, again, my mindset wasn't always this. My mindset was definitely, like you just said, leverage my eyeballs out, bro. Get as many properties as possible and keep refinancing, doing the whole birth strategy. But, um, and I talk to people older than me who've been in the game. Again, i only been in the game for 12 years. I got people who've been in this game for 20, 30 years. Now they are in their 50s and 60s, and they're telling me, trust me. Trust me, you don't you don't want to be that guy sixty with sixty properties and they all got you got ten million dollars of debt. It's not it ain't it ain't the move, bro. And then you put a burden on your family too. Now we all talk about leaving legacy and leaving properties to our families, but I'm not trying to leave my my like no we don't know what our kids gonna do with our with our with our money, with our assets. My daughter, I highly doubt my daughter gonna wanna take over a portfolio of sixty properties. It's not her interest. She don't care about that shit. She'll sell it for whatever, just to get rid of it, because it's going to be an inconvenience to her. I'd rather pass her a free and clear property where all right, if she do sell it, now she get all the cash flow. I don't want, I, or honestly, a lot of, like I, I got buyers who been in the game for a long time. They liquidate when they owe. They liquidate, they, they cash out their entire rental portfolio and put it in like, the, and put all the money into an S&P 500 and just live off of like the interest, stuff like that. They just live off the interest. They don't care. Like real estate, I think now it's becoming, um, it's not overrated. Real estate is a powerful uh, tool um, to, to build wealth, but it, it it's kind of overrated in the sense that um, it takes a long time, first and foremost. People think real estate, they think, oh, I'm going to get rich. Bro, that shit take a while. You know how I many properties you got to get to make $10,000 a month? Because to net $10,000 a month off of, off of real estate, you probably gotta own thirty doors. There's this is that's a lot of thirty doors. About thir- to all net your, all your properties just have your, your deals got to be impeccable. Yeah, and not not in this climate. Stuff is expensive now. The margins is is, is is no. This ain't back in the day where you could find a thirty k property. You still can in, in certain markets, but it's very rare. Very rare. You you really gotta have a lot of doors. Um, to to really cash flow, it t- it's, a, it's a process, a journey, bro. Yeah, it, it, it reminds me. My mom used to be like, "Man, you so smart, you stupid. Like you, like you, <laughs> you trying to find all these fancy, crazy ways to do this. Just keep it simple. Like, yeah, just do keep this. It simple, bro. And I, I'm gonna, I'm hearing you talk about real estate, and 
you know, you see the content and people like, nah, but if you do this and then if you shrink a midget and put it in the corner for three days, then, you know what I mean, you'll be able to take that midget later and trade it in. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? What are we even doing here? Is 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 not this I got twenty seven doors, right? It probably gross, I'm not talking about net, it probably bring out eighteen thousand a month. Out of that eighteen thousand, I probably take home seven grand. That's it. Seven grand. So think about that, bro. Like, and that's 27. And, and, and bro, tenants in Baltimore, you don't want those problems. Matter of fact, I heard y'all got the worst laws. We have the worst. Ours bad too, but I heard y'all's was real bad. Worst laws. So you, and it's, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, Um, which is why I'm like, man, I'm trying to get rid of them and buy. And I'm try, that's why I bought the six unit. I want a lot of tenants, one roof. I just want, and that's still, still going to be a problem, but I just want one roof. And don't get me wrong, bro. I got property managers. Like, as soon as I buy a property, I hand the keys off. Don't call me. Don't. They just send me an email. So how I got it set up, they got a threshold. Any repair that's under $200, just do it without my permission. Anything over, just send me an email and let me approve it. Because I just want to see what it is first. Make sure I, they ain't trying to get over. But, bro, it's properties I haven't seen in five years. I don't know what they look like. I don't care what they look like. I don't get caught up. It's not, I don't. I don't you, know, you never want to make investment properties emotional, bro. To it's me, numbers. it's numbers. Some of them in the hood, I don't got to live there. I don't care they're in the hood. I'm not living there. Leave them. You're, you trying to buy something in New York? Hell no, nah, bro. I'm good. Might have I'm, a little building or something. Bro, like, it's, uh, I'm trying to, <laughs> like you said, I'm trying to simplify as much as possible. Now you right said now. you wanted the door, you know, you wanted the buildings and all that stuff. Yeah, and this is the thing about real estate, man. Um, When you get caught up in the jam as far as cash, like when you need cash, because I got caught up a couple of times where cash was low. Because a lot of people be asset rich with no money, no liquid. And that's what I, I, I hit that a lot of times. Naked, yeah. Bro, you feel broke still. Like you waiting, like you living month to month. You waiting for that money to come in from your tenants. So the good thing about real estate is you always can sell it to get a quick a quick 50 piece. You feel me? So that's why I do love real estate, man. My motto is I don't buy something I can't sell. If I can't sell it no more, I ain't really buying. We just talking about clothes and stuff. That's why I just go to Target now, bro. Like I ain't. I'm not about to spend $1,000 on all types of stuff if I can't resell it back. That's why I buy real estate. Assets. Assets, bro. Assets. Buying, like real assets, though. Buying income. Yes. Concept. Yes. Buying cash not, flow. Not, not, this, not this watch. Messing with this social media stuff got me buying $10,000 watches. Like, it's an asset. I'm like, and you know, back in my mind, like, it's not an asset. I bought it. And I'm just like, and I just be looking like how much they selling for. Just like, bro, they going to sell for around the same. Like, it's not an asset, bro. Like, that's not real assets. I don't care what nobody say. The only else with the money and made. Yeah, bro. I'm just like, the only real but that's asset. That's honest, though. Like, sometimes, you know what? The one thing I realized is you don't realize certain things, specifically, especially about money. Until you get some money and you realize, like, oh. You start doing stuff. Because it, because it's real easy to be like, bro, I'm telling you, that ain't it. He's like, bro, I never had it. So yeah. I'm trying to see what's up. That's, until that's you get fact. it. And then it's like. Man, it kind of reminds me when I was younger, man. You know, mostly everybody probably sold weed at some point in their life, bro. And you used to be talking and seeing your boys and everybody go crazy selling weed, thinking that they getting money. And then you actually get in it. You're like, damn, I'm doing all this, doing this, this illegal $100. You're like, y'all making this look a little better be than cool. what it is, bro. Like, I'm not messing with y'all, bro. Like, then you mess around, get caught up. I mean, luckily, I never got caught up in no mess when it comes to drugs or nothing, but it could have went left fast, bro. Just looking at 
again, with the outside door, when you online on social media, I'm looking at, you know, all of the social media gurus and stuff, and they like showing their numbers, not knowing what's behind that. Had a million dollar month, had a million dollar year, not knowing like man, you netted it. 50K, bro. This, and that, and so me being a guy that, you know, worked on Wall Street, go, like, I'm looking like, you, I'm, it, that's like one of the first skills you're going to learn is breaking down financial the, statements, P&Ls, and all yeah, that. Yeah, I just learned about all that this year, bro. Like, I'm talking about numbers, numbers, like P&Ls and, and no, projections and formulas and EBITDA and pulling all of the facts. I, when I tell you, I just, my, my mindset was always, long as, I'm making more than what I'm spending. That was like my that was my metric. So so my MBA is in finance. Okay, okay. So so, the, the, so you yeah the numbers the projections all that just oh, okay cool like I'll I could build you out I could here's the thing I can build you a business model that's profitable. You just plug in yeah boop. yeah I see what you're saying. Just, it's like a recipe. This is the inputs. This is the outputs. Don't do nothing extra. Yeah. Don't try to add no spice or none. Do this, and this is going. Yeah. But you know, people don't stick to it. People don't. People want to do their own thing. They want to add some spice to it. Yeah. Switch and up. Switch up the formula. And w- one of my favorite. Uh, it make it makes me laugh. Uh, it was a joint. It was one of your ride along joints, and you was talking about uh, people wanting to fix their credit. Oh, man, the credit, bro. When I tell you, though, <laughs> <laughs> y'all watching that joint laughing because it's like very matter of fact and simple. It's like, bro, just pay, pay bro, it. Why they? I ain't gonna lie. Now, honestly, the whole credit space, credit gurus that might that that right there was like that. That first and foremost, it's messing. It's literally messing our culture up, bro. Mm. Like no, no BS, bro. Like I'll be sitting there just thinking, like, what? It's working. Like it's making the person who's 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 telling people to do this. It's making them money, but at the same time, it's really hurting us so bad, bro. Um, we get you know the most the, the most famous saying when it comes to credit, I can help you get two hundred thousand uh, business funding without no uh, no docs, no docs. And it's just like in my mind, right? Because to somebody who broke, that's everything. I'm doing whatever I can it takes. Two fifty. I'm doing whatever it takes to get this too. But you got to ask, and I was saying the thing, like, bro, the people, why are you even in a situation where you need this money, right? That's why I be asking myself. Most of those people got the most terrible money habits. The last thing they need access to is 200 bands of debt. They don't know what to do with it. Their money habits is terrible. They don't know how to flip the money. And it's just like, we glorifying a lot of these people telling our culture to do this, bro. It's really, people come in my program, and when I tell you, a lot of people come to my program come from other programs, real estate and credit programs. They come to my program, and I'm like, bro, who told you this? Like, who told you to do this? Or who told you this works? And they be like, such and such. And I'm like, bro, like it's all. And I gotta clean up a lot of mess from what they done told these people. It mm. don't work. We gotta, you got, <laughs> you really gotta start from ground zero. I think uh, I was listening to uh, Dave Shan's podcast a couple weeks ago, the whole Dave Ramsey thing, reading a date. Bro, what Dave Ramsey is saying for our culture works. You need to do it. Dead serious. Bro, what is practical? It's going to get you out of debt. Get out of debt. And the reason I love Dave Ramsey, I actually did Dave Ramsey before. The reason I love it is because um, 
the, the money habits. The money habits is what's the most important thing, in my opinion. It's not that, you know, pay off debt and, you know, eat, eat noodles every night. That, that, that's the bad thing. It's just it gets you in a habit of paying off debt, saving money. Paying off, once you learn and actually grasp that concept, now let's talk about investing. But I'm not big on people going into debt to buy nothing, bro. Mm. Real estate, yeah, but knowing how to exit debt, how to, how to get out of that debt as soon as possible is where I'm at now. I, really, I ain't messing with the debt, bro. But don't get me wrong, because I got to be honest about this. There was times I went into debt when I didn't have it, and it did change my life, though. So, But that depends on what kind of person you are. So that's where you come in. What kind of person are you? Say more about that. Because, right, we, yeah. same people, super ambitious. So in 2011, I paid a mentor, a real estate mentor, five grand. At the time, bro, that was that was – I had to max my credit card out. And mind you, I'm already in massive debt. I graduated with 80 grand in student loan debt, car note, everything. Mind you, like my mom just passed away. I ain't got nowhere to go. I, I got, I got, I'm, debt is crazy. So pay five grand for this mentorship. And in my mind, I'm, I'm always been super ambitious. I'm going to make this work. Right. So I maxed it out. And then next thing you know, um, I start closing deals. But it was a lot, a lot of work, a lot of things that didn't go well. And it took me, Eight months to close my first deal. So I spent five grand and I'm failing. I'm doing everything wrong. It took eight months to close my first grand, to, um, to first close my, close my first deal. Most people ain't got that. Most mm. people don't have that eight month patience. They don't have that mindset. So. And what did you net on that deal? I made less than five grand. You, so you made less than five grand. On that deal. But I set you up. Yeah. I, it was a proof of concept. Reality mm. check. That was a reality check for me. I can do it now. So now let's turn up. Uh, that's the, that's why that first deal is always the so, most important, so no matter how much it is. You paid five grand for confidence. For confidence. That's really what it is. Five grand for confidence, bro. And just prove to myself that I Priceless. can do it. Priceless now. I got some education and I got this experience that I can now, I'll be able to make more money. But for some somebody not... With the right mind. That's why when I was just telling you, in order to get in my community, we gotta have a conversation with you. Ain't no link. Because if we don't feel if we don't feel as though you got that mindset, we know it's gonna take months. We know it's gonna take months to get a deal. It's not gonna happen overnight. You know, you, you're gonna hear advertisements saying make thirty thousand in, 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 in seven days, stuff like that, like that kind of catchy stuff. The reality is it's not gonna be for most people, it might they might luck up. It's gonna take <laughs> minimum three months. And if we said you ain't got that confidence, we're not going to take your bread. You're not ready yet. Mm. That's why that phone, con like you said, you want good people in your community who ready to go work, coachable, this, that, and the third. Because if not, bro, they're going to ask for a refund. They're going to say it's a scam. It's not that, bro. You you wasn't ready, which is why I really don't be doing the whole link stuff no more. Yeah, I have uh, I have clients that bring me on to, to hire staff for them or bring that yeah. up. And I'm big on fit. What you mean? Fit first. Okay. So does this person fit the team? Yeah. And fit the culture. Okay. And then, cause my 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 framework is like, who are you? Yeah. What do you? Who are you? And who aren't you? Okay. And then let's build a team around you that complements you. Facts. Like but in yeah. building the people around you. Fit is the most important thing. Okay. Because I can teach you skill. I can teach you the way I want something done. Mm -hmm. 
but I need you to fit the culture. I need our core values to align. Facts, bro. Because then as a leader, once I have the pieces in place, now I can scale culture and the team grows and we 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 you know what I mean we we doing legendary things. That's fact, bro. What you do is is probably either people don't know about it or it's underappreciated. And I didn't again, bro, until you came on a call and really start breaking certain things down. Cause right after the call, I did my own. Like I started doing yeah. you had me in a rabbit hole, bro. I'm <laughs> like, yo, like this makes so much sense. Why is this not working? Why that's not working? Why that's not working? Like I'm doing, I got the wrong people in place. I legit got the wrong people in place, bro. And that's what made me kind of transition to the sales stuff, like getting the sales team. It make it makes a difference. And sometimes it, it is it's a it's a the the sales process is yeah. is you know probably longer than others because it's an education process. But the reality is once you get those right people around you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Once your culture mm-hmm. is established, it's all it is is us scaling that up, right? And like I had, I had someone that was, uh, you know, we were talking about working together, just you know, yeah. then paying out. But the person was looking to, to hire like three chief level, you know, people with them. Okay. And realistically, like. Uh, Headhunters, recruiters, or yeah, things like yeah. that. It's 20% of... Yep. It's it's really straightforward. But the person couldn't quite see the value. I don't argue with nobody about nothing. I don't get into that. Well, I that. think... That's the thing, bro, because I ain't gonna lie. I I didn't never see the value. When somebody... A lot, again, I don't think a lot of people really know about it. And then when you do tell them, like, oh, I don't need that. Right. That was my mindset. Like, right. I, don't, I don't need that. 
until you realize what what is costing you not to have. So no, nah, I think, but you because you just said well, I ain't got time to educate them, bro. They that when I tell you people need that. No, I didn't say I didn't have. I said it takes a long time. Oh, to okay, okay, them. okay. I'm, I mean, everything I'm doing is yeah, educating them. Yeah. But I'm not forcing. I'm not selling nobody. Like I will educate you, but I'm not going to convince you. Okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Like it's a timing thing. It's a fit thing. Like sometimes it takes people to experience some stuff and come back around, and they're like, yeah, "Oh, that's okay, fact. I get it." That's yeah. That's so it's like cool if you look in the. You, you think about where you are and the stress of building a business or you want to scale the business or you have more demand than you have supply, yeah. whether it's yeah. attention or a physical product, getting you a COO, a CMO, and even a director of sales or something. Yeah. How much is putting those people in place and having them in alignment with your culture saving you yeah. in stress? And worry, anxiety, just or just taking losses trying to figure out what they're already experts at, and the upside of the culture add and the productivity. That's that's a fact, bro. Um, but you gotta also think. Well, for me, I'm talking from experience. Who we actually talking to? Who my audience is? Who I'm talking to? They. But they trying to figure out where the next meal coming from, bro. And that, that and, and you know what's the, and you know what's real. That's part of why I started the podcast is to have the conversations about these things that seem so like yeah. esoteric and far fetched. And I'm like, nah, like people are doing it and living it every day. Yeah. And like, let's let me just help explain what some of this stuff is and how that's, it connects that's fact, to yeah. things that we already doing day to day. Oh, that's true. Just kind of, I guess, exposing them to it, letting them just. Yeah, it's like yeah. having a conversation. That was back to the conversation we said earlier about um, New York versus the mid. Like, Monta- yeah. In, in New York, just, you know, just to get an audience some, you know, some, yeah. some background. <laughs> so I had made a post saying, um, you know, the, the the famous saying, "If you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere." And I, I told, I told Wayne, I don't like that saying. I don't like the saying because. New York and New York is a lot of opportunity. Um, it's a lot of possibilities that can happen compared to somebody living in the middle of nowhere, Toledo, Ohio, uh, Boise, Idaho. Like it's nothing near. So back to what you saying, um, exposure. Ain't no exposure. And we could go back and forth on this, but ain't no exposure. It's a chicken <laughs> egg, right? Ain't no exposure in the middle of nowhere. So they can't, they don't can't even fathom what it looks like. To, to have a CEO, to, to, to be a business owner, have a CEO, right? Because they don't see that. Whereas though the culture here, Atlanta, somewhere like New York, they're like, damn, he, he did it, I could do it. But somebody in the middle of nowhere, they ain't see nobody do it. Listen, I was doing work in Iowa, and I, didn't, I was there for days, and I, I couldn't count 10 people. Yeah. Like it, was, like, it was like some real get-out stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and somebody was like, yo, there's some people they have never seen in person a black person. And I was that's like, crazy, that's bro. crazy to me. That's crazy. That's insane. Which is, that's But it's real. It's a reality. There's some people that have never experienced what it is to live in snow. Yeah, I know. I know people like that. You know what I'm, like, never seen just, snow. It is like what person. it is. Yeah. So, you know, I always take that, but, it, but I'm always... I've realized like teaching is is part of 
part of the journey. Yeah. Right. Thanks. And it may take some folks some time. You know what I mean? Like, I've had a couple of people be like, yo, even when you try to like keep it simple, it's still a very mm-hmm. advanced thought process. And depending on who you're talking to, that's a fact. Bro. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I for me, I just gotta play the long game. You know what I mean? And it, it's I'm I'm cool with that because that's my journey and that's my process and that's yeah. my work. But the New York thing, like again, what I was saying is like it's competitive. It is the most competitive environment. And so because there's so many factors, yes, there is more opportunity there than it's the capital of the world, financial capital of the world, yeah. media capital, all it's a global market, but it's a global market. So you got everybody coming to get these finite resources and you have to cut, you got to cut it. You got to stand out above the other 10 million people to get this or, you know what I mean? So like, it depends on how you, uh, how you look at it or what your perspective is. But like, that's where the saying comes from. Just, just the speed at which we move is different. A lot of places is more chill. They ain't where it's like. So if somebody came out and said, who was born and raised and live in Toledo, Ohio, and said, if you can make it out of Toledo, you can make it out of anywhere. How would you accept that? Like, how would you perceive that? Based on the way you described it, I'd be like, I get it. It can't, you, it's nothing out there. But for me. So everybody can't say that though. How, no matter where you live at, I can't, it's not, then the saying is, don't, don't, the, the saying is pointless then. No, it's relative though. Right, because it's okay. A, yeah, I just is, said, "Are oh, you an expert?" You like, "Am I?" Well, you are an expert to somebody. It is expertise is relative, it so is. difficulty is relative. Money is relative. Yeah, it is. I see what you're saying now. Like, there's people where it's like they they might look at a, it's got a bag or they got a, yeah, cool, but there's somebody over here that's going crazy. So, Kim Kardashian, right? Right. Let's say, no, let's say uh, Blue, uh, right. Beyonce, Blue. If she make it make it billionaire status, I think, I think, I think she's like the richest miner. Let's say, let's say she said, um, if if I can make it being their parents, anybody can. Her perspective, she's tit- entitled to say that. If she could make it having the, if if I could make it with Jay Z and and Beyonce as my mom and dad, and then I could make it anywhere or something like something to that effect well, from her ask, perspective. Well, I would ask her what she means by that. And if she because my parents was tough on me and, and the pressure of yeah, growing up exactly. in the public and ha- whereas though everybody else would be like what you had but, but, all but the you resources know the, you, know the real, you know what the realization is people think first world problems aren't problems yeah yeah that's facts that's facts right mm-hmm. so there are real life problems that people do first world problems is cool like and I say a first world problem if I threw if I gave you a billion dollars in cash and told you you had to count it all by hand. That's real stress. Yeah, that's a fact. If I say, yo, you got, I'm going to fill this whole room with money and every bill that you count by hand, you can keep, it's stress. Or people don't realize, oh, I make all this money, but I have to pay it in taxes. Mm. Or, yep. with that. or when you have a booming year, and you ain't paid the quarterlies to meet up, oh, and then yeah. that tax bill hits you. <laughs> People don't even understand that. Yeah. I just had somebody. Was, yeah. I had somebody like, oh, um, you don't you you don't get a tax return. I'm like, you still get a tax return. Yeah, I'm like, bro. it's it's, but it's different. It's different. A, it's yeah. 
a first having first world problems on me or people knowing you or knowing you got money or knowing you got a certain it certain level of attention certain level of so there's there's there people don't realize for example there's a blessing with not being known oh, there's a blessing facts. there's a blessing in operating in obscurity where nobody could see where you make a mistake so the same way there's a blessing with being known there's also a curse to that too and vice versa so it Again, I say that to say it all depends on where you coming from and the mm-hmm. point you trying to make. Nah, that you you got a point with that for right? sure. All perspective, where it you does. coming from, where you starting at. Um, because I'm because my metric was just off of competitiveness. Yeah, your metric was on opportunity. Yeah. So based on your metric, that makes sense. But based on mine, I'd be like, yo, there's nobody in, there's nobody out there. So who are you fighting? It's like go build something yeah, and nobody, make it. Nobody right or wrong. Nobody right or wrong, for sure. Yeah, so I see what you're saying now. Makes sense. You know, one of the things my pops told me, he's like, yo, everybody is right. Because you're right based on your lived experience and your perspective. That's that's facts, bro. And even when somebody do something wrong and they tell you and you get in their head like, why, what made you make this decision to do this? You're right. I understand why you did it. But it's still wrong, but he's right. And his 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 perspective on why he did what he did type of thing, yeah. So I understand. I see what you're saying. No, I, um, it, it, it's like that. I I remember even when we when we first met, and you know, again, I, me, you, and your wife was talking, and she was saying something. I'm like, no, he's not. Oh yeah, she probably was like, he don't talk to nobody. Or and I'm don't. like, no, like that's yeah. it's this. Or I remember I just took a moment to be like, yo, what's going on, fam? Cool. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. No, because. That's the language that we speak. We speak the same language, so yeah, facts. For us, that like this is cool, but like that ain't his thing. We got to be here for a second, right? And I think once you once you understand everybody's perspective and where yeah. they're coming from, that's what. Because when you're one of the person that make people feel understood, yeah, or like you get them, then you get them. Yeah, that's a fact, and that's what I yeah. Uh, and if you think people who actually got that characteristic, bro, who, who actually can do that, probably some of the most powerful people in the world, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I be thinking about Barack Obama all the time. I think he's very charismatic, but I think he could make you, he could make you feel like he, he understands you. That's why I think he was loved as a president, especially from our coach. Like he just went, went. I'm not sure. I met him before. You, you be no, around? No, I, I was invited to the White House during his presidency. Oh, for real? And yeah, bro, he just had a sense of like. Matter of fact, I got this from Rick Ross, too. I met Rick Ross last year, or earlier this year. And even though he's this mega star, um, I met him at an event. Like, damn, bro, bro make me feel like I can go get it. Like, he just made me feel good. Like, he had that gene. It wasn't, and, it, and it's just like, if, 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 if you could, man. You know what, he, you know what o- Obama said um, in that time? He said something that changed the way I think about it. He said, I don't, I don't speak to impress, I speak to resonate. And I was like, huh? In my mind, I'm like, bro, you I can got, see that though. You got staffers, you got whatever. He's like, I like my ticket is punched. I don't yeah. need yeah. to do. I've already done something that like can never be done again. But when I speak, I want people to identify with Barry that was in Chicago doing community work or what. And then I was like, oh, so that's the dynamic, yeah. relatable nature. While we feel like. You my mm-hmm. pops or my uncle or it's the And that's probably why I can't be around people. Like, cause people always wanna like I feel like 
I'm not sure they doing it on purpose. They feel like they got to prove something to me. Yo, I, got, I did this. I got this. I did, like, just about themselves. And I got to fall back. And we were talking about when you when we talk, when we talk about Atlanta. <laughs> not yeah. everybody, but that's that's why I'm like, I can never live in a place where I feel like that. I'm not saying that they even are doing it on purpose, but it's just like, relax. Like, mm-hmm. relax. I, I got to be around people who I, I can resonate with, bro. Yeah, no, it, I, I can't, bro. It'd it be extremely difficult for me to be around people. And my wife be knowing too. She's like, you ready to go in? She's like, you already know. Let's go. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> I give the look. I'm like. She already know what time it be. I just came from a corporate. Uh, She she got a job. I, we came from a holiday party. We the only. And it was just was awkward as hell, bro. Um, Again, they wasn't resonating with me. And then they, they was going out their way to compliment us. And I don't think it was genuine. It was annoying. They kept complimenting us because we was black, bro. And it was just making me uncomfortable. And I was like, yo, bro, like I ain't want to go in to begin with. But she's trying to make an impression, right? She just started working there. And it's, again, I don't know if they, they're not doing it on purpose, but, and they seem like a good company. It's just, I can't be around that too long. I, yeah, you become, you become allergic to it. Like, I'm like, um, and, and, and shout out to, to Rome and, and, and Chris, my peoples, they out in Boston. Um, they first introduced me to this concept of just, they, they had a clothing brand. Yeah. And um, one of their things was like allergic to fake shit. And it's just like, I can't. Anything... You know, like I, I wouldn't phrase it that way, but I under I embody that. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, it just I gotta be authentic to myself. I misread, but I misread that a lot of times too, bro. Like, oh, what's his name? Maddie, Maddie CEO. Yeah, CEO. I never met him. Up the part on social media, I was like, there's no way I can hang around, right? In my mind, I met him, bro. He was the coolest person. So genuine, chill. Quiet. I like. I gotta get myself together because so, you, I did that about three different times. Like, damn, these are genuine, cool. Like, this is just how they are. Why am I like? And I'm judging them off of what I see until I meet them. Like, damn. Like he was giving me game. Like, oh, just I ain't asked for nothing. Like it wasn't no. And I was like, damn, that kind of like made. You think me, that come from like growing up in the street type of, or just like? I have no idea where it came from. Maybe you can help me out with that because I have no idea really where that came from. I know. I know. For me, like. Growing up in the street, I'm naturally very, I'm not like, I'm not a warm person. I'm not like, and I'm always kind of like, so it's almost like when Hove said, <laughs> nigga got admired me from four fiends away. Like, uh, you can't, like, you're not, yeah, he, yeah, I, I'm always <sighs> like, si- I got to size, I got to feel the energy out and see what's happening, right? And sometimes you do misread people. This Plenty of people that yeah. probably misread me, like, oh, he's a jerk. Yeah, I get that. Oh, he's a or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you actually real cool. Like, you like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not, you know, super warm and fuzzy at hello. It keeps us out of rooms, too, though. I know that kept me out of a lot of rooms. Oh, it definitely keeps me out of rooms. Keep me out of just it's very, a lot it, of opportunities and stuff. You, my entire life, I have been the dude that gets the pep talk before they go. I Give you. the pep talk. No, like I get the pep talk. It's okay, like, okay. It's I like, see. bro, you gotta oh, smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, going yeah. here, like, bro, smile. Even with the, even with like chicks, they be like, yo, bro, don't say nothing crazy. 
Go <laughs> me too, bro. They're like, yo, meet, like, smile, be cool. Yeah, that's a fact. Same here. And bro. it's like, yo, I'm chilling. I'm not doing nothing. Like, what are y'all talking about? And it's just like, your friend is me. Yeah, right. Your energy is not warm. It's not inviting. And it's just like, I'm trying to work on how you work on that, bro. Because I definitely want to feel like you could, uh, you could talk to me. People be feeling like, yo. Yo, he, he gonna be mean. He he. I don't know, but I, I still get that to this day, bro. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's everybody has a different come from a different perspective, and I think it's just being open to being curious, right? Curiosity, you know, curiosity for me is one of the most important skills you can develop. Being curious, just being. Approaching things, seeking to understand versus approaching it from a place of knowing already. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Like, all like, right. That makes sense now. Like, all right, man. Like, cool. Like, I see you got, like, where does that come from? I get that too for my wife. You think you know everything? You think you know it all? No, but you, it's a, it's a, it's being self assured. It's like, oh, I, I know, I don't know everything, but I know my world. Yeah. I know what I like. Yeah. I know what I don't like. I know what I'm, I know. My stance on this versus that. And I'm one of those people, like, I don't want to control nobody. I don't want to do, like, but I don't want nobody controlling me. Yeah, that's right. I'm controlling you, bro. I don't want, I need space to explore and be free. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I'm a demon. Are you, are you, are you, a, do you have, like, not, not a loner, but do you have times you just want to buy yourself? Yes. Like, often. like I require know. it. Yeah. Okay. I need it uh, yeah, from but, everybody. Like, right. even my kids. I'm yeah. like. I need, like, give me fifteen minutes. Give me like, yeah, like you just need. Some I long need. Time. I mean that every. I need that deli, bro. Because people, people get upset with me, um, just at the pace at which I speak, or the pace at which I process. Like when stuff is happening, yeah, I need to process. Like I need to like sit. Like are we having a conversation, I'm like sitting thinking. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Like, or you might ask me a question, and I'm like. I see what you're saying. I That's interesting. Yeah. Somebody might be like looking for feedback right yeah, away. And I'm like you're processing it. Like let me take what you fully saying. understand what he's right? saying or what he's asking or something. Yeah. yeah. Or what's being said or what's not being said. Cause somebody might look at it like, well, what's taking you so long? And I might be like, Well, did you think about what was being said before you answered? Cause you just I'm like that when I read books too, but I gotta read the joint a line like three times sometimes. Like, hold on, let me make sure this makes sense to me. Yeah. Like I'll go back. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm ter I read the book and I take notes as I'm reading it. So I'm stuck. It takes me. Okay. So you, like, so I read super quick, but like I would read books faster, but while I'm reading, I'm like, oh, that's a good one. Like, cause I'm like a book snob. So I don't like highlighting in books. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to be like that, but I highlight now. But like, uh, the only books I've ever uh, put a highlighter to is like Alex Hormozzi's books. Okay. And that's cause of the way yeah, that they are, yeah. but. I don't, I also like, I take notes on the books. So I'll be like, pull out notes app. Yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting, bro. Definitely got a lot of comment when it comes to the way we are, bro, for sure. But yeah, definitely yeah. trying to break a couple of things about myself. No, I think, I think it's, it's, you know, speaking to what you said earlier about, is it probable? It's, it's about iteration. So the way that I looked at it is um, almost like, like how software developers have version control. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. like so back See, in the yeah. days when we had AOL, right? And I'm dating. Oh, why did I just do that? I was just dating crazy. Yeah, no, we was in high school AOL. That bro. was wicked. 
But might have been late nineties. But AOL, they had AOL, just AOL. Then they had AOL two point oh. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. And they had the little disc. Mm-hmm. And then it was like AOL two point one. I definitely remember that. <laughs> and then it was like two point two, two point two point one. So and they would so have the update. Keep, yeah. It's it's updating. It's version control. It's iteration. Yes. So where you was teaching people like, yo, don't go for the building first. Just just do wholesaling and get Thank, the yeah. It's but doing that with your own personal development. Yeah. Like yeah, I want to be, I want to be, you know. I want people to receive me the way that I am, but I see there's a barrier. Yeah. So maybe this version is like, yo, when I think about somebody, I just hit them up. Damn, I have a hard time with that too. It'd be times where... But you got to give yourself grace. Like, So I'm not walking in the room and trying to strategize with working the room and doing... I wanted them. to come naturally. That's what I'm saying. I wanted to come naturally. When you see me, I, I was in my own space... Doing my own thing. We probably would have never spoke if your wife didn't stop and speak to me. Yeah, that's a fact. Well, probably wouldn't have. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. That's why I don't want to be like that. There's a time and, and place for that, but I really got to get out this shell, bro. Like I'm telling you, I know it's, 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 it's holding me back from a lot of different yeah, things. I, you know, it, it, me personally, my thing is like, yo... I'd rather go a mile deep than a mile wide. So the people I do build with, yeah, it's yeah. real connections, deep, yeah. Vi- like, like, and I'm gonna ask the questions, and I do care. I don't have bandwidth to care like that across the board. So it might be maybe a handful of people, excuse me, that I invest a super amount of energy into, and that's fruitful, and like. If that's the season we in, that's the season we in. But I don't, I don't beat myself up about being like. I just want to have that attribute to where I walk in the room and people be like, "I like him," without me having to do too much. Like I don't get that. Yeah, I don't care about nobody. Like just as know. a like, I don't know, bro. I just because I I I, I know what I feel like. People say I'm mysterious. Yeah, that could be that could be one too mysterious or like, just what's like his vibe. I'm just like. I I'm cool. I'm here. I I don't have like, like I like his energy. Like I want that. Like, yo, I like his. Energy. Some people really do have good energy, and that and that's that what I'm saying. Sense. I'm trying to because I just feel like if I ain't, if I'm kind of just you know how we are, it's just like they're never gonna say that. They're not gonna say he got good energy unless we start getting into real. No, but you know what they do? They res- they have respect, and they see confidence, and that stabilizes a space. So you think about the people that you connected to. Most of the people connect with you probably because they feel safe and secure around you. Okay. Or you feel, they feel like you're a level-headed person. Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's probably that's probably one of the. So you probably that. around a bunch of people that's like high energy, or they turbos, yeah. or they anxious, or they worriers, and you kind of like, all right, what are we talking about? Like, yeah, that's a problem too. Because wife, you always worrying, and I'd be like, yeah, relax. Then she, I don't care about that. All right, man. <laughs> right? And so it's, and, and I think that that's a real thing is not being performative about your emotions, but okay, yeah. letting people know, like, this is the way I'm showing you that I care. And maybe we don't speak the same language, but, like, I don't want to do anything inauthentic or something that's performative, but, like, let's figure out how to communicate that I do care and I'm here to support you. So also that you feel like I'm showing up. Yeah, 
Definitely. That's crazy. We just had this conversation, me and wifey, bro. Literally just had this conversation. Nah, it's real. I just had to I was just having a conversation with my wife. Like, yo, like let's 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 uh, somebody passed away in her family, bro. Like, I feel like the worst person because I really in my mind, I want to be there for it, and I'm trying to figure out how to do it. But at the same time, I'm like, I mean, it's life. It happens. We got to move forward. Like, we can't be harping on this for weeks. But in her eyes, there's no timeline on that. Like, let me. And I, I feel like those people who feel like that, they feel like that's a superpower. I, they may feel like, oh, I'm all over the place. I feel like there's beauty in making somebody feel. As somebody who... Not to say that I don't have feelings, but yeah. I'm not like yeah, yeah. you have to move me for me to like yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, facts. Bro. So that's a that's a that's a power. So it's just understanding from the 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 point of view, the value add and how that value add fits. No, that's a lot to think about when it comes to that for me, bro. Because I'll be dealing with that like internal <laughs> internally myself, bro, trying to figure this out. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. We, we my daughter, it. bro. My daughter be crying about. We was doing homework last night, and it's like it's some simple math stuff, and like she not, I'm not responding the way she want me to. She start crying, and I'm like, damn, like my baby girl. So I'm just like, all right, like I'm trying to figure out softer ways and better communication, like just to let her know. All right, you got to figure it out because I'm telling she's gonna get to an eight, like, and it's. She's gonna get to an age yeah, where I, she start icing you because she feel like yeah I know you can't connect with it's gonna, and it's gonna yeah you 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 might be emotionless with a bunch of stuff but when it come from her it's gonna hit yeah it already it already did one time I was like damn like I ain't, I ain't, I ain't handle that well and then you you very quickly figure out mm-hmm. how to adjust so that you can connect with her and meet her there because. If she feels like that emotionally, can't she can't come to be daddy. Sick. I can't make a mistake in front of daddy. I can't. I'm not even. I'm gonna stop telling daddy now. I'm just gonna do stuff behind his back type of. Vibe. And then, and then, I ain't with that. And I'm then to you gotta that. understand also that it might not be a big deal to you, but for her and her little yeah, know, mind, it's a big deal. Yeah, for sure. I know. That's what I'm saying, man. It's a, it's an ongoing thing with me, bro. I'm, Cause she know, and it's crazy because she know to go to her mom for certain things and know to come to me. Certain things. So no, that's crazy. what it is. That's the value of. <laughs> yeah. of I just want a teenager when she reached those ages of that. I can go tell daddy anything. We could talk about anything without him, without her feeling that I'm going to be some kind of way. You got to earn that though. Yes, yeah, so I'm. That's so I'm done. I'm putting the work in now, bro. Got to <laughs> earn. To listen, I, I'm only saying that because I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. I gotta, you know, like there's a certain softness that you. Maybe bro. I should have boys, like you said, bro. <laughs> I'm saying because the boys they go, they, yo, you a man, bro, chop tripping, bro. Nah, but, but it's di- but it's it, different though too. It's a, it's a, di- it's. I tell people it's not a you don't ever love one more than yeah. the other. Um, you connect with them in different ways. Yeah, I can see that. But it's it's different. You know, your daughter, you wanna she's so you wanna protect her and keep her and do all of those. And your son, you want to. You want to pour into him. You want to give him his sense of self and his yeah. sense of confidence, and like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But because you know what he got to deal with in the world, so it just you know, and it's a. Yeah, I don't know, 
this life is life life this I'm not gonna lie, man. Um life in the past three years, the way I look at it is when I tell you this joint is day and night than when I was in like five just five years ago, it's crazy. How I look at stuff, how I view people, how I perceive stuff is insane to me, bro. <laughs> now to get off topic, man, I went down a rabbit hole the other night. Um, cause I'm, it's a lot of deaths going on in my family, people dying, and I'm really trying to fully understand what happens to people after they die. What happens, what, like what really happens now to them? I went down this rabbit hole. Now I'm start researching, and I'm looking at the universe. I'm I'm questioning everything. Curiosity, like you said, and they 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 like astronomy. What is it? Uh, astronomy astronomers. They like they got timeline on what when, when the universe started, and in my mind I'm like. Huh? How? And now it just you just start thinking, I got bro. Re- I got a I got resources for you for days. I'm gonna give you. Bro, offline. I was in a rabbit hole at like four in the morning. But past life regressions and all that. Type yeah, life, I was bro. looking at all that stuff. Nah, bro. I got trying resources. to figure I'm gonna it out with you. Like my pops, like he be into that. Like he be into that type of stuff and just how conscious resets and shifts itself. Like, but, and then yeah. I, I left that that night. Like. I left like, do all this even mean anything? He was in the Matrix. Bro, I was in the Matrix. I'm like, bro, this shit don't even mean nothing. I said, none of this, none of this shit mean nothing. Like, and then it just had me. I was like, damn, bro, like we just here. And I was like, bro, in a thousand years, nobody gonna even know I existed ever. All this legacy, all this stuff. And one thousand years from now, nobody even gonna know that we existed. In fifty years, it depends. Let me we still know Martin Luther King. We know of. I'm just saying. That's Martin Luther King. But that's what I'm saying. The majority of people, you right, 50 years. But why do we know him? Like your great-great-grandfather, who is he? You don't. He probably bust his for you. Your grandchildren might not know you. That's what I'm saying. Your your great-grandchildren are definitely not going to know you. And if they do know your name, they're not going to have a connection to you. That's what I'm trying to say. So why do you care? That's when I, I don't know. It just was interesting. It was something new. But but even I'm just saying that was a rhetorical. Yeah, I know. But, but even but even think about it. When they put you in the dirt over bro your kids might even they gonna come visit you and then after a while they gonna keep going on with their life and then it's daddy death anniversary or his birthday and then it's and then it's like so that's why for me sometimes i really got to put that in perspective so i could be like i don't give a f- I just <laughs> i don't i'm living for me this is my journey yes i love you but I can't abandon myself and my journey. Man, I had told one of my students the other day when I was asking, like, why are you doing all this? This and the third. She was like, I'm doing this for my kids, right? And then that's when I started thinking about when I was watching, I was like, be honest with you, you get one life. You gotta live this for you. Your kids is very important, but you gotta do this for you. And when I said it, she was like, she ain't really feel it. She wasn't really feeling it. And it really came from my heart when I was saying it, though. Like, yo, we truly had to live. Because at the end of the day, when you're going, your kids going to continue to live their life. And you're not going to matter that much. I'm telling you right now. And then the, you ever see the uh, poll where they were like, put these three in order, your kids, your mom, your wife. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, because I always said the wife. I always say wife first. Now, most people say my kids or my mom first or something like that. And I'd be like, bro, once your kids turn 18 and they go move out, they're not worried about you no more. You still got to live with your wife for the rest of your life. This is the person who's going to be with you till you die. 
Yeah, and that's the only person you made a vow to. You didn't make a vow to. Yeah, but stuff. most people. No, I get it. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. And it just makes you just think about so much stuff, bro. You got to really live for you, man. Um, Definitely, I'm not saying don't live, don't do things for your kids and be there for your kids, but really, you get, you get one opportunity at this thing called life from, from what we know. Yeah, no, nah, listen, you ain't so, gonna get no. We, we gotta I, go. I feel, we, I feel that. We gotta go. We gotta go. You, you gotta give it your all, bro. Gotta give it your all, man. And I know we all over the place on this journey. No, I love I, it. I, <laughs> listen, this is this will be. So I gotta. So I. Right, so one of the things that you know, kind of a new tradition, um, is I ask people to if there was like one mentality, one mindset, one perspective that you could share with somebody listening to help forward them one mentality if you could you know just one thing one 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 mindset one perspective one thought like what's one thing that comes to mind that you feel like you could share with somebody listening to like help move them forward what would that be um i don't know bro i think the way I think now is the mindset to have is um I don't even know how to put this in in words but um and it's mad cliche but even if you don't have all the answers just do it cuz people are going to forget the next day anyway. So I'm thinking about like stuff that's going on in the world how fast how fast this world is moving now. And I think social media is a lot of reason cuz of this. When something happened, let's say today um I ain't gonna use you. I ain't gonna use you as a bad example. Let's just say, for instance, one of these celebrities, like with Diddy, with everything that's going on with Diddy, right? Um, next year, this time, I think a lot of people are gonna forget about it. Um, I think uh, Charleston White, right? He he he. I just watching his interview with Cam Newton. I'm not sure if you seen yep, that. Yeah, I joint. did see some of it. And he had mentioned something. He was like, "Yo, what happened to Black Lives Matter?" What happened to all this stuff y'all was rah rah about? Samir Rice, what happened to... It's over. It's done. It's out of people's minds. So for me, if if for the people out here, when you want, if you want to do something, just go do it. Don't worry about failure, bro, because when you fail, I know it's, it's embarrassing, whatever the case may be, but people are going to forget because something new going to happen the very next day. Mm, I like stuff that. happens so much and it, it, it literally, whatever you messed up on, because people are embarrassed and scared to do certain things. Like, there's a lot of entrepreneurs right now who are literally falling off, getting their cars repoed, all kinds of stuff going on, and they they scared to share that. That's what people actually really need instead of the fluff. They need to hear these things. Um, and then once you share that, people, they're not going to care as, as much as you think they are, like that you that you failed or that, that this real. happened to you. That's so real. just do it. Yeah, if you fail, so what? People gonna forget because something else will happen tomorrow. That that's that reminds me of one. You think people are paying attention to you? <laughs> you get replaced fast yes. out here. And two, <laughs> you think people are paying attention and they care about what people is worried about what's happening in their world. Got their own life, bro. When I got fi- listen, I ain't get fired, but I probably would have got fired from my job last year. Uh, uh, November 2022 I resigned right but I promise you the next week I ain't receive I ain't receive a text an email from not what 12 years working for the government I ain't received not one 
how you been doing? I've been replaced, bro. They forgot about me. Of course. That's life. It's a wrap. Yeah, it's over. It's it's over, bro. It's over. And I was telling <laughs> one more thing. My man, my man, and I'm not gonna say his name or nothing, but my man ain't my man, my man left his my man left his wife. Not his wife, girlfriend. Left his girlfriend. Um and now it's a new boyfriend raising his kids, bro. Two kids. And then they call his new they call I said, bro, they forgot about you. It's over. That's how that's how fast Ooh. this stuff moves. They, I said, bro. Honestly, they they not your kids, bro. They not even kids no more. Your DNA says it, but they not your kids no more, bro. It's his fault. He know that. Like he messed up. He did what he did, and so, and he got a, and his his kids got a new daddy, and the, the, the step daddy is amazing, bro. It's not your kids no more, and and they they treat him as such too. I said, bro. Life go on. Life moves on uh. fast. That's that's that whole. I don't yeah. even know what you would have did. I was thinking about freeway. Rest in peace to Aaliyah, baby. Life goes on. <laughs> Listen, I'm a nigga playing football with your kids. Oh, oh. oh Hope always got the bars and stuff like Listen, that. Listen, that right there, it's over, bro. Now that's that's wicked. Stuff just moves so fast, and it's just like you. I said, bro, we'll start a new family, bro. You're a savage for that, by the way. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, bro. They at that age now. It's like they, they don't even. Are right, they sixteen now? They don't even like. I don't even think they want to have a relationship with them because it's just like whatever. Like that's like, bro. Like you going How you, much time passed? It's been, a, it's been a minute. Yeah, bro. Oh yeah, if it's been a minute it's like over. that, yeah, they, yeah, it's over. I mean, you can have a relationship with them, but would you? They not about to be coming over for the weekends and all. It's over, bro. Yeah, they they probably gonna have to come back around after they became adults and they come yearning for that if they if they do. He messed up. He my man too, and I, I've been telling I've been telling you years ago when we was in our early bro, like you need to go. I mean, make that right. Make that right. Playing, playing the streets, playing, bro. Now it's too late. They like they knew daddy. Life go on, so now you're a savage. Sure. <laughs> that's real though, but that's some people need to hear the savage. Yo, this this is a fact, man. You're gonna be hurting, kicking yourself every night, trying to figure out how you're gonna get back in these kids' lives when they at that age. Like now, they at an age where they gotta want to get in your life. They gotta choose you. Yeah, they gotta choose you, bro. It's a wrap now. And you gotta give them a reason to choose you. That's why you gotta earn that relationship. Oh, that's gonna be a lot of work. He ain't much you can offer. So we got a we got a new we got a you know new thing I'm doing here. So um a question that was that was anonymously given to you from somebody else that was on the show. Okay. Right. So the question is who do you need to be? To become the person that you want to become. Who do I need to be? Um, to become the person you ultimately want to become. Oh, damn. That's a good joint, bro. Oh, who do I need to be? To... All right, let me think about who I want to become ultimately. Um, I, can I be honest? Yeah, go ahead. I don't know, bro. I don't know who I want to become yet. I think I'm right now... In my life, honestly, bro, I don't know if you can hear my voice. I'm going through like a transition of yep. not knowing. Like it's this, I'm learning so much about myself. Whereas though, who I used to want to become is not who I really want to become no more. So I'm still trying to figure that part out, bro. I'm really no, that's young, real. That's which honest. is why I was like, um, I think 
a person I'm probably gonna wanna become is gonna have to it's gonna it's gonna force me to definitely be more out like I was like outspoken, like outgoing. Yeah, outgoing. Um, but I ain't that person yet and I don't I honestly I don't know yet, bro. I really don't know who I wanna that's become. That's real. Um so that's that's the dead honest truth, bro. Like yeah. I, I really don't know yet. Yo, trying no to figure right it out. Of, that's, I appreciate it. I really try to figure it out, man. Um just I just been learning so much about just people, bro. In general, just people and just myself past like I said three years, man. I it's crazy. I'm going definitely I know I feel it too, and I feel like I'm going through like some type of transformation or something. So I keep a, you updated on that though. No, that's a, that's a good question, thing. bro. A that's a good question. Thing. So now I need you. Oh, to ask, the ask next a future. question. To what, what question would you? What I want to ask the next future guests. Um, the question I would want to ask them is, um, do you think do you think it's better to uh, become rich and lose it all, or to never become rich at all? Like, ask them that. Hmm. See what they say. Got you. Yeah, I like that. Let the people know where they can find you. Oh, uh, MIT215, M-I-T-215, all platforms, man. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, uh, fan base. Let's not forget fan base, man. Fan base. Uh, yeah, shout out to, shout out yeah, to. Man, we, got, we, need, we need to support him, man. We need to support yeah, he that. He's he doing his thing. I, yeah. I need to be more consistent on there, to be Me too. honest. Me too. Like, that's real. Yeah. Let's, um, let's lock in and really. Yeah, bro. Like I, I've been, I've been telling my community about, like, bro. I even invested using a start engine. I, I invested in there, everything. Right. I really, yeah, man. I, when I watched this interview, I was like, let me, let me, let me, like, talk the talk, bro. We can't keep saying all this black this, black that, but we out here, you know, ain't doing nothing. That's real for the folks. So. That's real. But yeah, you can find me on all platforms. Mit two one five, man. Um, you know, real estate, everything for the most part. Real estate, some personal stuff, but yeah, man. Any questions? Hit me up. Yep, yep. Y'all know me, the one with tongue on everything. This was a really good conversation. You know, yeah. I appreciate you coming through, my brother. Um, yeah, I'll see you on the next part. Appreciate it. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.